Hi, this is Cindy Godwin, pastor of Summit Church, and this is our chosen podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this inspires you. I hope that it helps build up your faith and remind you that God has chosen you and set you apart for his purpose. Enjoy the message. Chosen Girls, we're here for part two with Jersia Blackman. We love Jersia. She is a licensed clinical social worker, a part of our church that we love. An amazing voice on top of all that. We love her singing. At the Rhapsody Counseling and Wellness Center. And that is of her place of business that she opened. I remember when you opened it. I love that it's doing so well. I told her I recommend people to go there all the time. And in our last topic in the last month, when we were talking about uh, anxiety in, in the Generation Z, which is 17 to 35, 25, sorry, and which we were talking about anxiety affects everyone, not just this generation, obviously, but everybody, and it's pretty much, you know, all the same for all of that age group. So, but I wanted to bring out, because we left it off and we were talking about anxiety, and I said to Jersia, anxiety leads to depression, and, yes. she, and so tell me, I mean, just say, she said some really good stuff about that. Yeah, so anxiety and depression, they work like siblings. <laughs> they, work, they work hand in hand. Um, anxiety is, keeps us in the future, so it's the what-ifs. And normally, all the what-ifs are negative, right? So what sure. if I do this? And what if I do this? Or what if they don't like me? Or what if they don't see me? Or what if they do see me, right? It's sort of all these what-if negatives. We're never what-if positive, right? No, like, what if it goes well, right? It's going to go it's ever. never a positive what if. It's always a negative what if. And then depression keeps us in the past. Mm. Should have, could have, would have, right? Mm. I should have done this. I'm not good enough. I should have been here by now or mm. I should be doing this by now. Mm. Um, and so that's, and they and mm. they play hand in hand where anxiety is like, oh, I don't think you should do that. And depression is like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. You're stupid anyway, so you shouldn't. So they really, that, that, that loud voice, mm. um, they play really well together. And so normally if you see one, there's normally something um, the other is not too far behind. And so as you as a counselor, if they come in and say, well, I'm in, you know, uh, I'm having depression or I'm in depression, then you're like, okay, well, let's go see what's causing that depression yes. and go back to that root. Yes, we go back to the core, to the, the core. underlying reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's always you have to cut off the root. Mm-hmm. To yes. take care of the fruit. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yep. You have mm-hmm. to do that. Okay, so in this session that we're going to talk about right now, and I'm excited about this, is Jersey is actually going to teach us some techniques and the science behind those techniques of how to deal with anxiety, yes. right? If we're seeing it, if we're having it, if our kids are, our young adults are, if you know somebody is, this is going to help you and help all of us, right? Yes, yes. I'm wondering if we could do the assessment. Do you think we could talk about that? I yeah. didn't even think about that. Oh, okay. But how do we assess for anxiety? There's so it's basically yeah. a seven question. Okay, yeah, um, do that. Tell us. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Okay, so, sure. Yeah, so I love there's, that. There's there's seven questions um, that we ask individuals, and that's how we assess to see if you even have anxiety. Good. I'm um, glad you're going to bring this yeah, up. So let's listen up. I yeah, want to hear this. And so, I want to know if I have anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> and so with these questions, the answers go from zero, one, two three or uh yes so from zero one two and three right so zero means not at all this never happens to you two one means several of the days two is more than half the days 
And then three is nearly every day. Wow. Okay? okay. So once I read these questions out, you add it up in your mind, like where are you one, zero, one, two, or three, and then we'll get the final results at the end. Good. And um, it's like get out a piece of paper if you want to yes. know this. She's going to ask these questions so you can see, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so the questions are within the past two weeks. Okay, so within the past two weeks, have you been feeling nervous, anxious, or on the edge? So zero, not at all. One, several days. Two, more than half the days. Or three, nearly every day. Question two, not being able to stop or control worrying. Mm. So you put your answer there. Worrying too much about different things. So you put your answer Good question. Yeah. Number four, trouble relaxing. Do you have trouble relaxing? Hmm. Right, everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, being so restless that it's hard to sit still. Right, we see the kiddos doing oh, some yeah, of these or true. banging things, right? Oh, right? Yeah. People like, picking, <laughs> you have to pick your nails or you're picking something or you're tapping something. Mm, very good. Mm -hmm. um, being easily annoyed or irritable. So we see that a lot in the, that age and group. In that age group, yeah. yeah you mm -hmm. were talking about that. Mm -hmm. And number seven, feeling afraid as if something awful might happen, mm. which is normally what keeps you from doing certain things, right? Because you feel like something really awful is going to happen. So you add those numbers up, whatever you got, um, and then from zero... From zero to four, if you got from zero to four, that's minimal anxiety, which is what we all have anxiety. And, sure. You know, we all yeah, have a little bit of anxiety. We all sometimes will feel anxious about, mm -hmm, something. about something. I have done too. And you just mm -hmm. like, But you oh. do it with the anxiety, yeah. right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I just go, okay, that feels weird. What's going on? Okay, mm -hmm. we're going to beat that. You say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if, you have, if you got from five to nine, that's mild anxiety. If you got from 10 to 14, that's moderate anxiety and 15 plus that's severe okay right so from moderate mild moderate and severe you should be seeing a therapist oh okay <laughs> there you go there you know there you know yes so let's jump into the science okay um so i love this part of it because i think it, as i said at the beginning the last podcast it teaches us um that it's nothing wrong with us right, right. but it's just the chemical makeup Sure. And that's happening, right? Yeah. So um, with anxiety... Yeah, so don't start feeling condemned. Yes. Because let me... If there's condemnation, if you're feeling any kind of condemnation after the first podcast or even this one and uh, going, oh my God, I'm moderate or whatever, stop. Stop right now because that's the enemy. Yes. The Lord does not give... Is not condemning. Okay? Mm -hmm. The Lord... God loves you. He's not going to condemn you. He is telling you and enabling these things to be shared with you to help you. Yes. Because He does love you. Mm -hmm. So don't be condemned because some form of anxiety can come to people and mm -hmm. attack people at any age, mm -hmm. any time. It can happen. So this is just to help. This is going to help you be the best chosen girl that you can be. Yes. Yeah. So don't feel condemned and immediately know that if you're feeling that, okay, stop. That's the enemy. Yes. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. destroy. He's the accuser of the brethren. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the Bible says. And he's going to be accusing you where you're horrible and you're this and that. No, it's a lie. Receive this as a gift to yes. you that God's giving you today mm -hmm. and through the last podcast to help you mm -hmm. because we love you and we care about you. That's why we do these podcasts is to help you mm -hmm. and to share just tools with you for us to get better because we're on a journey. Yes. No, 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 we're perfect. Okay. We're all on a journey. And so 
don't feel condemned. I just wanted to put that in there. I agree. Yes. Yeah. And and I was just feeling that. So well, because yeah. we love you. Okay. It's to bring awareness. Exactly. Right? And right? knowledge. Our people perish for the lack of knowledge, the and lack of information. Yes. And so we perish because we don't have information. Yes. You know, our yes. hearts, we feel these feelings and these emotions and we're just hidden and the, the enemy isolates us. Right? Yes. Wants us isolated. Yes. Right. Yes. But once we get the information, it's like this aha. It comes to the light. Yes. And when things come to the light, God can take care of them. Yes. Anything is hidden is being revealed, anything mm -hmm. darkness is yes. coming to the light, and God is a God of light, yes. and He and He loves to work in light. Yes, right. Yes, so yes. good. So bringing that Thank awareness. You. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I didn't mean to interrupt, but no, that's yes. good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So, so the science behind it. Um, so when we are operating in anxiety, we are operating under our fight, flight, freeze response. Flight, right? fight. Flight and freeze. Okay. Yes. So that is our amygdala. Our amygdala is in the back of our brains, and that is where our emotion, our um, defense, our our flight, flight, freeze, right? That's where you see the animals, where they go into uh, defense mode, right? Okay. Um, it's because you, you go into self-preservation, mm, right? It's keeping yes. you away from something harmful, right? Something bad that believes, your body believes it's going to happen, right? Okay. Um, and so once you go into a fight, flight, freeze response, the front of your brain, which is your frontal cortex, right? This is where all of your logical information is. This is where your one and one equals two, you know, that that's where your name your address all that information lies um so have you ever seen like if you get really nervous you forget something you oh, studied uh -huh. really hard yeah, for yeah. Um, or you forget your name right <laughs> i always yeah. tell the story like you when you if you are like call 911 and you're like what's the number right it's uh -huh. because you forget right your frontal cortex no. yeah. is offline yeah. right um and so that's where and you even have a hard time talking uh, <laughs> yes talking yes Yes, because you get so nervous, right? Mm -hmm. Or you whatever in um, whatever feeling is elevated in your body, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's where your amygdala goes first. All all information, all these emotional adrenaline rushing information goes to your amygdala first. Okay. Why is that? Because it cannot go to your frontal cortex first. If you are about to cross the street, right, and there's a bus coming really fast, you can't logically think about that, right? Right. Because no. you'll be thinking, well, what's the circumference of this, <laughs> right? Or why is this bus driver driving so fast, right? How much it's, time do I have? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, is that a man or a woman? Yes, right. right. It's like we, we can't logically decipher danger, right? Mm -hmm. We have to emotionally decipher danger, mm -hmm. right? Right. Um, and so that's where our amygdala comes in. Yeah. Right. Our, yeah. So the information goes to your amygdala first. Okay. And then with these techniques I'm going to teach you, the information moves from your amygdala, from your fight or flight response to your frontal cortex where it then thinks logically. Oh, okay. Okay. So the, Very good. Yes. <laughs> and so, I love and it's, it's so much in debt, but yeah. that's the easier way to kind no, of put it's it so good. where we can kind of make sense of it. Yeah. Right? Right. Um, so it's as soon as, let's say, um, you are asked to do a podcast, right? Yeah. The first feeling you feel is anxiety or you feel this fear or this feeling, right? So it goes to your amygdala first. 
right? Mm -hmm. But as you take a few deep breaths and you kind of figure that out, you're like, oh, I got this. Mm -hmm. I got this information. Or you're asked to do to speak in front of your class, right? Mm -hmm. um, or your driving test for the first time, right? Mm -hmm. Or if you're um, having to take a test in class or school or do anything to that effect, so the first thing you feel is that first rush, right? Mm -hmm. And so the information goes to your amygdala first, right? It's, is this an emergency, right? Do I need my cortisol release or do I need my fight or flight response? Mm. And then as you do your diaphragmatic breathing, it travels to the front of your brain and says, oh, it's not urgent, it's not urgent, mm. right? This is not, um, I always say like, if you hear an alarm, mm -hmm. Right. The first thing is like, do I have to yeah. run? Mm -hmm. Right. What's happening? Is yeah. this safety? If I'm, am I okay? And as you realize, oh no, it's just a test. Right. Mm -hmm. So the information shifts from the back of your brain to the front of your brain. Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. And so the techniques I'm going to teach you is shifting that information, how to move it from the back of your brain to the front of your brain. So your response will be, yes. you're thinking about it. Yes, yes. Logically. logically. And that's why when I tell my clients, um, they, they would normally say, well, it didn't work. I tried the breathing and it didn't work, right? It's because one, it takes some time for of that course, to happen, I would right? Think so. Yeah, it takes yeah. some time for information to move from one part of and the brain to the other. And you have to train yourself to do it, especially yes, if you muscle memory. Yes, I was going to say if you've never been used to actually doing that, you're, it's going to take time to renew your mind to train yourself to do it, right? Yes, yes. So it takes muscle memory. We call it muscle memory. Okay. But yes, to renew your mind and to yes. train it to yes. to respond to that stimuli that way. It takes some time to get that. And I always tell my clients to practice, mm -hmm. right? We have to practice when there is no... Oh, yeah. Yeah, when there is yeah. no danger or there, there's nothing that's anxiety provoking, right? Yeah. So practice in the morning. Meditate on this word day and night, right? Mm -hmm. um, practice so in the morning uh, have a, a scripture if you know that you have anxiety or you've learned that you have anxiety today um, have their scriptures that you can kind of pull out and just focus and meditate on those day and night right mm -hmm. you can do a meditative exercise in the morning you could do a meditative exercise before bed mm -hmm. um, talk about those scriptures say those scriptures out loud some people need to say it out loud some yeah. people can just write it down mm -hmm. um, and and that helps ground you mm -hmm. um, I love to uh, teach mindfulness, right? Doing mindful exercises. So mindfulness is we do some things unconsciously, right? Or mm -hmm. sub just subconscious. You're just doing them, right? Mm -hmm. Like we comb our hair subconsciously. Like, mm -hmm. Are you really thinking about every stroke of your hair, right? Are you really thinking as you brush your teeth, right? Yeah. You're not thinking, right? Yeah. Your mind is actually somewhere else, mm -hmm. right? And so to mindfulness mm -hmm. is to bringing your attention to the now mm -hmm. and the here and now. Because when we're anxious, we're thinking of the future, Oh, yeah, right? that's We're right. not that's thinking the here and the now, mm. right? And so how do I bring those things into captivity, right? Yeah, bring those, bring those things captive, yeah, captive right? and bring so, them back to the now. That's right, right? Mm. So that's mindfulness. I'm being present and I'm aware of my here and my now, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to brush my teeth mindfully. Yeah. Right. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to hear all my senses are going to be, my senses are going to be active while I do this particular activity. I'm going to walk my dog mindfully. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to feel the, the sneakers on my feet or feel every step that I take or feel mm -hmm. him tug or, you know, as, as we mm -hmm. walk. Yeah. I'm going to listen to the birds or I'm going to see, you know, what's around me, maybe a building or people or mm -hmm. talk, interact with people. That's right. doing that particular activity mindfully, mm -hmm. an activity that you would normally do without even 
being aware that you're doing it. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's a really good exercise as well uh, to do. So when you're, yes, yeah, so when you're doing those normal things, just bring your mind to where you are the present and think yes. about, oh, I'm brushing my teeth or I'm doing this. And yes. Bringing it just to train your mind to go to the present. Yes, to the here and the now. To the here and now. Yes. Okay. And while you're doing that, I want you to do what we call diaphragmatic breathing. Right. Okay. And that is not the normal breathing that we do, right? This is inhaling through your nose, and then you're going to hold, and then you're going to blow it out through your mouth. So I like to use the example of smell the flower, and then you're going to hold, and then you're going to blow. Right? Mm -hmm. And as you blow out, you're going to relax your shoulders, right? You're going to just bring everything down and calm and relax, right? So, how about you do that exercise with us? Yeah, right? sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to practice. <laughs> yes. So, I just want you to inhale through your nose and just hold for a moment, and then you're just going to blow it out. Let's do that again. Just inhale. And just focus on your breath, hold and blow it out. And let's do it one more time. And as you blow out, just relax your shoulders. So inhale and hold and relax, blow it out. Great job. I feel better. <laughs> yeah. And while even as you do it now, you're probably yawning or feeling kind of really relaxed or calm. Yeah, the more yeah, you do that, sure. right? Yeah. It's because, well, you're calm right now, yeah. right? And so, a nap. <laughs> right. Everyone wants to take a nap. Power nap. <laughs> I love doing it with my clients at the end of session. And then they come out and they're like totally tired. Oh, I bet they are. They're like, I'm going home to take a nap. Yes. I'm exhausted. But that's because they were actually relaxed. Exactly. Right? And got rid exactly. of anxiety. Exactly. While they were in, exactly. in your session. <laughs> exactly. And so when you are in an anxious situation or when you are feeling anxious or when you're feeling the heart palpitation or you're feeling the visceral response, anxiety, you feel it viscerally, you feel it in your body, right? You feel it in your stomach or your chest. Mm -hmm. uh, some people say it feels like butterflies in my stomach or it feels like my heart skips a beat, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so you feel this visceral response. Some people feel it in their throat, right? Mm -hmm. um, if you begin to implement that diaphragmatic breathing, Breathing, mm -hmm. um, it automatically moves that information from the amygdala to the frontal cortex and it calms you down. Interesting. That's so, I didn't, I'm so glad to know the science behind it. Yeah. That is so amazing. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. I did not know that part about yes. it. Yes. Yeah. It's really interesting. Well, thank you for sharing that. Are there any other things that we can do? Uh, I like to do the a worry box. So mm. a lot of times when we have anxiety, it's really difficult for us to sleep. Yes, that right. Because to people. Yeah. Yes, because we're thinking about all these things mm. that we got to do in the morning or at night, oh, yeah. right? And it comes to us late at night, right? Mm. And so you can have a worry box, which is you just put something near your bed, right? And you take a pen or a paper, and you're just well nowadays there's no pen and paper, right? You you <laughs> you, 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 you text your yourself, phone, right? Yeah. Text yourself. Put it in um, a note. Right? I have phone. a worry note, right? <laughs> um, a worry text, right? Where you can just write down the. And things. I do think it's good. I mean, I usually don't have that anymore, but I think it is good, you know, for us to do that. It's a, right a great example and a great word picture to mm -hmm. actually have something in writing that on something that you're actually putting it away. Yes. 
You know, there's yeah. something about that. Yes, exactly. Right? And, and that's a grounding technique. Yeah. Right? Where I'm going to just write it, set it, and forget it, right? I'm going to write it and just put it there. So mm -hmm. then I could worry about it tomorrow, right? Right. Because I don't need to worry about it today. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So you just write it down and you just put it in the box and you it'll be there in the morning. Yeah, that's great. You know, um, we had Holly Wagner speak at Girls Night Out and she was talking about they did a gratitude a jar. Yes. And just, again, how something like that, a worry box to put it away, is a mental picture and it helps you focus on getting rid of it. Yes. Well, like a gratitude jar was, okay, um, I have something that, because all this stuff horrible was going on in her life yes. or that it happened, I should say, it's like, wait a minute, find joy and gratitude and thankfulness in something. You yes. have something to be thankful for. Yes. And, and again, that's renewing your mind. Mm -hmm. You're taking your mind off of all the bad stuff yes. and you're doing the same thing with the worry box. It's like, okay, I'm, there's nothing, because most of the things we worry about, we have no control over. No control. We, at all. Not at all. There's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. We have no control of it. And so it's like, you know, and he, Jesus says, he says in his word, cast your care cares upon him yes. for he cares for you. Yes. Commit your way into him. Yes. Trust in him and he will bring it to pass. Yes. You give him, trust in him with your whole heart. Mm -hmm. So give it to him. And because it's like, I have no control of this. There's yes. nothing I can do. Mm -hmm. So let me write it down. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it to you, Jesus. And I know a lot of us do that. And then we pick it up the next exactly. day. Exactly. And then the, that <laughs> night, let's put it back in the worry box. Let's yes. put it back in there. And yes. then the same thing with being grateful. You know, so thankful. She was talking about how... You know, she's like, because it was her husband's idea. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I can't think of anything. And she's like, you have to write something. So she just put coffee. <laughs> so for her first whole week or two weeks, it was just coffee, coffee. every day. <laughs> you know, but it's the same concept. Again, you're renewing your mind. Yes. You're taking your mind yes. off of the things that happen to you. You're taking your things, uh, mind off of things you're concerned about that's worrying you, that it caused you anxiety yes. and caused that a, that response in your body with the cortisol yes. and everything. And you're going, no, I'm going to take this and I'm going to give it to God because yes. I know I shouldn't be carrying it. Mm -hmm. He tells me that. Just it's not it healthy is. for me mm -hmm. to do it. Mm -hmm. And I want just even active of an obedience, okay? Yes. Just do it because you know it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Like, not let you feel like it. Mm -hmm. And I'm having a hard time with this, but I guarantee you by faith, if you do it, it's going to work. Yes. Right? Yes. It's going to work. Mm -hmm. So and be anxious for nothing, but be anxious. make your requests, your prayers and requests, your supplications, be made, be it made known to God. And that's yeah. your way of being it being made known to God. I can write it down and let him handle it. Right? So good. Make yes. him take care of it. Yeah, and be yeah. anxious for nothing. That's good. Nothing. Very good. I like that. That's mm -hmm. a good that's a good point. Especially like you said, if you have you can't sleep. Mm -hmm. And we do have pray for people and talk to people that have a problem sleeping, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And that's a good way. And if it's because you have too many things, I've had that. Okay. Mm -hmm. I definitely yeah. I know you have too. Yes. Where I'm having, and I usually don't have any hard time going to sleep, which I'm very thankful for. Yes. <laughs> um, but, and sometimes I, if it, I've had a lot on my mind, I'm like, wait a minute. And I'm like, okay, I need to take these thoughts captive. And sometimes I just haven't thought about writing them down. I think that's a great idea, but I'll just start going, Jesus, just yes. Jesus, Jesus, just starting putting my mind on him mm -hmm. and just taking my mind off of that stuff. Cause I was like, I need to sleep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want to sleep. Mm -hmm. And Jesus, you know, I'm just giving this to you, Jesus. I'm giving it, just trying yes. to get my mind and put my mind in a different place. Yes. 
Yeah, and a different thought pattern. Yeah, you know, so yes. that I can just be at peace and rest. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so we can add that technique to it. Yeah, right? so just writing it down. I write love the that. vision, make write it plain. Write the vision right? and make it plain. <laughs> so right? Write it down and yeah. give it on to God. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. true. That's great. Well, mm -hmm. thank you for that tip yeah. too. Any mm -hmm. other tips? Yeah. Well, I like the circle of control. So just like you talked about, where it's most of the things that we worry about, we actually have no control over them. Right. So I like to do an exercise with my clients where it's the circle of control, where you write, you draw two circles, right? A circle inside of a circle. Okay. The circle on the inside, you write the things that you do have control over. Okay. Right? And the circle on the outside, you're going to write the things that you don't have control over. Right. And that basically teaches us we really only have control over ourselves. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> right? And so if you think of the situation, whatever situation you're afraid of or you're fearful of or mm -hmm. you're anxious about, if right. you draw those two circles and you draw the things you have control over and the things you don't have control over, um, you realize what you can do, which is just really basically take care of myself. Right? And that is true. Very mm -hmm. true. Yeah, I know. I tell uh, a lot of women, um, you know, and like I have a small group and stuff like that and different things, you know, they're like, pray for my marriage or this and that. And I say, look, you can only control what you do. Yes. You know, and you have to give them to, to, to the Lord, to your spouse, yes. to the Lord. And you can look up scriptures mm -hmm. as to here's what the Bible says, and you can quote those scriptures, like my husband lives with me in an understanding way, is with the weaker vessel, granting yes. me honor, the grace of life, that yes. our prayers will not be hindered. He loves me as Christ loved the church. So you can say those, but besides quoting scripture, there's really, you have no control, but you do have control over yourself and your responses and what you do. Yes. And guess what? You're only accountable to God for, for you. For yourself. For yourself. Yes. Not for what anybody else does around you, your kids, your husband, your friends. Yes. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. That's yeah. really good to, to do that, to draw the circle and find out. Put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so besides that, our diaphragmatic breathing, that's something that I would encourage everyone to do. For sure. You know, do it in the morning, do it before bed. Okay. Um, and that's moving that information from that amygdala to your frontal cortex, really calming down that body. Um, those techniques, those tools really will help and reduce the anxiety. Oh, wow. This has been great information. Yes. So thank you so much You're for so sharing welcome. with us. And I believe that some of the techniques that, that you've shared and the science behind that so you can see why it works and why it does do that will help you and help, you know, your friends or your children. And that's our goal is to help you and just to keep walking this amazing chosen life journey, the abundant life that God yes. has for us and walking that in power and seeing what God wants to do yes. in us. So thank you again so much. Thank I love you. you. Thank you love for you sharing too. with us. And Chosen Girls, we will see you next month. And I love you and I bless you and I'm praying for you all the time, every day. Love my Chosen Girls. Thanks again for joining us. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe and share it with a friend. You can hear more messages by visiting chosenessay.com. Be sure to follow us at Chosen Essay on Facebook and Instagram.